and there there is um, a big buzz about brand strategy it has been going for like maybe two years now I think maybe more um, the people are talking about uh, 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 migrating they, they, they use the word evolving into being a strategist um, it's a word that I do not agree with because as I said it's not either or it's not I am a designer or a brand strategist it's not that being a brand strategist is better than being a designer it's a it's a personal choice hey hey and welcome to the studio podcast a show for ambitious creatives who want to learn more about creative thinking and strategic design I'm your host, Ilya Lobanov, an experienced designer and brand strategist and founder of Studio, a brand agency focused on growing and elevating brands and businesses. Now, if you are a returning Studio podcast listener, then I want to say a huge thanks and thank you for your ongoing support. And if you are a new listener of the Studio podcast, then I want to welcome you with open arms and I really hope you enjoy your stay as well as this series of live conversations that I typically hold on Instagram where I interview various creative leaders talking about the real-world advice that helped them as well as others in the creative industry to solve bigger problems and more respect higher paychecks and ultimately become better creative leaders now in today's podcast my guest is Hadil Sayed Ahmed a branding designer from Jordan and uh, her and I discuss things such as logo design and brand strategy and the one of the key things that we really agree on and are huge uh, advocates for is that every designer should aim to become a more strategic designer which is not to say that they should become brand strategist but certainly that they can approach every design project more strategically and uh, we discuss many things uh, including her own process for brand identity and brand strategy design and uh, many uh, more interesting topics. So I hope you enjoy this conversation. Adil. Hi, how are you? How are you? Hi, how are you? It's working. Hi, yeah. Yes, yeah, I, I believe it's, it's working. working. Yeah. Nice, nice work. It's Apple, Apple and Samsung team, teamed up. Must, they must have fixed Yeah, <laughs> just for us. <laughs> yes, they've heard, they've heard our conversations. They were listening on, the, um, on our yeah, devices. Definitely, they heard us. <laughs> you know about all that. <laughs> yes, they they've um, definitely keeping an eye on their customers. I think, which is, uh, I guess, it's good. You know, it's yeah. <laughs> as long as they they they're using it for not for evil, but for for good deeds like this. Yeah, they can do both. So how are you? How how are you this evening? Very good. I'm feeling very good. Thank, thank you. Everyone should like like designers. We, we learn all the time. So every opportunity that you get to learn something new or listen to, to your peers or, or another designer, just go for it. I'm not just saying that about me. I do this all the time. Every time I see a live, uh, a podcast, um, anything that, that, that's uh, available online, I go watch it. I have my pen and paper. Even Listen, even if this is me and you talking, I always have my my paper and my pen ready to just <laughs> jot some notes maybe an insight or something maybe I'm, I'm gonna learn something from you from the chat from anyone so uh, this I, I guess this is the uh, a mindset that designers should have all the time yeah I, I think I have the same mindset but it's just that I'm hoping well I'm practicing my memory I, I want to 
Um, I know it's good yeah. for taking notes, but yeah, sometimes <laughs> I like I like to uh, to keep it organic and and um, and I like to try to practice my memory. I used to play the memory games, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, with yeah. My little, with my little sister as a way to to practice it and and to kind of um. Uh, keep it fresh because as they say it's like a muscle you know just like creativity also it's yeah absolutely. Memory, if you keep keep using it uh it's it's something that uh, will keep improving and and likewise yeah. if you don't use it then it kind of starts to deteriorate um well keep, speaking of um listening to other designers and and uh professionals what's apart from chris though obviously i i suspect that you probably uh have some connections there yeah um, but <laughs> apart from apart yeah. from him is, is there any uh, other particular um, professionals uh, in our industry that you uh, love listening to or uh, whether it's podcasts or, or videos or anything like that uh, yeah absolutely i listen to everyone there's no one i don't have a favorite but i do check absolutely like every single page every single influencer in our field um, whether it's uh, Instagram, on Twitter, uh, podcasts, YouTube channels, uh, books, um, ebooks, whatever I can get my hands on, I just go and even when, when I'm working, I just play it in the background mm. and I just listen to, to it. Uh, I, I need to do this because, as, as I told you before, I'm writing a book, How to Design a Logo. If I wanted to be the ultimate guide for all designers, I, I absolutely don't have the, 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 the ultimate information in the world about branding and visual identities and strategy and everything. But if I want to be relatable and have the, the, as full as possible information, I need to listen to everyone. I need to, uh, to know what is out there. So that, this is my, my reason. I need to um, listen to everyone, see their point of views, I like Martin Umar, of course. He's the like the 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 big boss of branding in our field. Um, and uh, Chris Doe, of course. Chris is all about the business of design. He's about the mindsets and everything. Um, I like to to um, read your carousels. Uh, just creative. Um, there are so many people that our creatives out there that put so much good content that I do follow them. I read everything they put. Uh, I watch their videos constantly. <laughs> nice. I, I like yeah. that you, you put me and uh, Jacob, Jacob Cass in the same boat as Martin. <laughs> <anyone>. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Everyone, every every key, creative is important. You you don't know when you, you can get the, an insight or a certain information. It could be from anyone. Hmm. It doesn't have to be like just the big names. Yeah, is there's a there's a very um, uh, kind of big conversation now happening on LinkedIn. Well, it's happening also on Instagram a little bit, just yeah. about you know marketing and branding. And there's uh, keep, keep, people keep um, rehashing that topic. And uh, and I recently put it up um, on LinkedIn as well. And I've got some some flack for um, you know mentioning the same uh, topic over and over again. And and Martin Neumeier's yeah. um, name came up as well, just because he's is uh, kind of in the camp of branding, you know. But yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> and I think the comment was that the, the um, pretty much anyone who's come from the, more of the design background, they tend to elevate branding as, as the, the thing to go to. And obviously, if anyone's Absolutely. come from marketing, they tend to elevate marketing as the, as the you know, the, the holy grail. 
Um, but anyway, we're not here to talk about branding and marketing. We're actually here to talk about strategy versus design, which is design, yeah, which is a different, uh, you know, versus it's like a different. Um, uh, what was the 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 games like Tekken or, or Street Fighter? You know, when so t today we yeah, have yeah. different different opponents. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. But, but before we but dive it, in, it's all it's all connected. Sorry, if I've cut you off, but it's co all connected. Whether we are talking about like. I, I, I really don't uh, um, like the, the, the division in the market between is it branding or is it, is it marketing? Is it design or, or is it strategy? No, you know, every industry has its like, it's not competitors, but we are more important. We do the heavy work, etc. And mm. this is actually what we are going to talk about in this uh, live, me and you, is strategy versus design. But what we should be talking about is how the these all work together not against each other so my, I, I see that marketing is part of branding or they complement each other this this do uh, 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 the branding people do do what they do and the marketing will do they, what they do but they are connected together in building a certain brand they, they both work for the same team the brand that they are working for um, this applies as well for strategy versus design, but let's talk about it from the, the point of view of the, the practicing designer, the, the regular designer, the real designer, the one like, like me and you, mm -hmm. and I think uh, all, almost everyone in the chat that I know, that I know their names, they, are, they are just want to design good logos. And there, there is um, a big buzz about brand strategy, it has been going for like maybe two years now, I think, maybe more. Um, the, people are talking about uh, 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 migrating. They, they, they use the word evolving into being a strategist. Um, it's a word that I do not agree with because, as I said, it's not either or. It's not I am a designer or a brand strategist. It's not that being a brand strategist is better than being a designer. It's a, it's a personal choice. So I have the capability to be a brand strategist, but I do not like uh, the, the being a brand strategist or the, the, the thinking process of mm. just being a thinker and just being with my client and just doing workshops. And this, it's really important, but it's not my thing. And so many people like, are, are like me. They just want to produce good logos, Go, logos that are effective and functional that that that, that helps the the client but what i'm here uh, to say is that um you can be a designer and a strategist or you can uh, migrate into being a full uh, uh, brand strategist with, without doing the design brand strategists think of design as a side deliverable or and one of the deliverables that the, they they um, offer the client at the end of the brand strategy uh, workshop uh, alongside an action plan but from um, a designer point of view like us freelancers and independent designers um, there is another tier a new tier like i want to produce good logos but i want them to come from a strategic uh, uh, thinking process so so there's a gap I, I, it's like like either be a designer or either be a strategist why not be both 
it's not either or why not make the the independent designer think strategically to come up with the visuals that the brand uh, uh, needs um if you want to comment about that uh, um, and i will um talk more about this how to become um, a strategic thinking designer what what are your thoughts about this um, are you a fully fledged brand uh, strategist or do you do designs as well for your clients i would love to hear your point of view and i would like to hear from um, everyone watching us uh, yeah, which is your preference you guys can um maybe uh, put in the comments whether you're uh, um, uh, so maybe let's do like a the letter a for if you're a designer letter b if you're a strategist and c if you're kind of somewhere in the middle um, yeah. or transitioning or something like that that would be interesting to yeah. see so a for designers b for strategists and c kind of both combined um, well for me uh, i wouldn't call myself a brand strategist although i do offer brand strategy uh, i would say it's most likely not to the level of uh, what a you know I guess a fully fledged uh, brand strategist would offer. So yeah. it does go beyond um, the kind of a basic discovery, which is what a lot of designers confuse brand strategy with. Um, mm. So my strategic workshop does go beyond that. Like I look at customer personas and uh, if if possible and uh, available, you know. Uh, uh, conduct interviews with customers and, and surveys to try and uh, build up an accurate customer persona uh, and uh, you know review competitors and their messaging style and, and the visual style as well and what kind of products do they offer uh, so so i do go a little bit beyond the, the basic discovery but I, I don't call myself i don't label myself as a brand strategist i call myself a strategic designer so that's probably mm -hmm. you know, kind of links into what you're describing which is i guess i'm more um so if I had to put the, the letter in there, I would put the C, but it would be in the brackets, it would be um, B. So like I'm, I'm kind of yeah. going into brand strategy more and more as, as I'm kind of working my way uh, through understanding strategy. And, and I'm actually finding that I'm liking it. Um, maybe not yeah. more than design, but I, I am enjoying the work and I enjoy sitting in workshops and kind of, you know, getting the, the golden nuggets out of the customers as far as yeah. what, what are the brand values and you know, what matters to them. Uh, and those kind of things. Um, but it's funny, before I even looked at brand strategy or anything like that, um, when I worked at um, graphic design agencies and the marketing agency, I saw this very big disconnect of designers where um, they were just too happy to to just sit in the background and kind of just design. So they would rather people come and tell them, look, I just need uh, the logo and I want it to be in this color and I want it to be in this kind of shape and they kind of get you know They just wanted maybe a little bit of freedom to explore Something but yeah. not necessarily anything that was um, kind of meaningful. It was more for, for them. It was more about making it uh, geometrically, you know pleasant looking uh, appealing mm -hmm. and so on and I, I I can't say that I dislike that but to me I find that strange because I always felt that even something uh, small as a logo, one might say, it should still have some nugget of, um, you know, maybe not strategy, but some kind of a, a link uh, to the whole brand story. So if you have an overarching brand story, yes, a logo is maybe only a very small part of it, but it should still fit into that brand story. It should still, uh, you know, feel co co uh, coherent and, and uh, uh, live within that brand story, not um, 
fall out of it, you know, because it doesn't make sense for, for one reason or another. So absolutely. So like I worked with, you know, like a, a marketing uh, team and, and the boss uh, there was from, from a heavy marketing background. And then her comment was basically, oh, well, you can design, you know, the, let's say the visuals for the brand and the logo can pretty much just come at the, at the very end or, or some way like, you know, we don't even need to know the name for the business yet. We'll just, you know, do that whenever it comes. And I was like, what, what do you mean? Everything should come together. It's like, it's like a puzzle. Like if, you, if you're missing the big puzzle yeah. in the middle, how do you even know, you know, that the logo will fit? Like you just retrospectively trying to fit something in that's, that's, that's sort of backward thinking to me, you know, like I always felt that. And I think that's why I started transitioning more to strategy because yeah. that gives you the, the big picture view, you know, the bird's eye view of everything. So you can yeah. start to look at what all of the touch points, um, can be and how they can be represented uh, or how they can represent the brand story and then trying to and whether then you know i myself do the uh, those touch points which i often do like i i have also background in web design uh, and, and logo design so i kind of can implement you know create and design a website for them uh, i typically partner with development companies who help me to to produce the actual websites and create the mm -hmm. uh, cms systems for those websites uh, but, you know, the overarching identity, I, I usually tend to like to do that myself. Although I have started thinking recently more and more because of this, my newfound love for brand strategies that perhaps I'll, I want to partner with some designers, uh, you know, mm -hmm. who are brand identity designers who, who mm -hmm. can help me to essentially partner with me. And, and I would just be uh, playing the role of, um, what was it, C? Um, oh, no, B, the brand strategist. And then I would, so I just have a look, having a look, uh, how many brand strategists and designers have, we have one, two, three, one, two. Oh, there's a lot of mixed, predominantly it's A's and C's. So, so it's predominantly yeah. designers and people who are designers who might be, um, playing in the, in the strategy space a little bit. So the people that pick C are the people that we should be addressing more and they understand that in order to produce a good logo, a solid logo, you really need to understand the brand first. So it's not like just like uh, the client comes over and gives you a brief, to, a brief and tells you something, uh, just a little brief about the company and asks you to come out with a, 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 a good design, a good logo. It doesn't work this way anymore. We, we need to, um, have so so when you were talking now you said uh, you were surprised that the last thing was to do the logo design and the name and whatever but this is how a, a, a brand strategy works you first and identify the brand you come up with the brand you start with a business and you create a brand so in order to create a brand around a business you need to do the brand strategy part you have to identify uh, the why behind the brand and the what and the hows, understand the brand core of the brand. And the, 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 this is um, the, the parts of the brand strategy. This is what goes into brand strategy. You need to under identify the brand goals, the brand core. The brand core includes the purpose, values, mission, vision. Once you understand you and the stakeholders, you and the share, sorry, the shareholders of the, the, the company. Sometimes when you have this discussion, 
they don't even understand their own business. But mm. when we, they, we go through this together, they understand their business more. And then you go into the positioning. The posi positioning can cover um, the target audience, competitive advantage, competitor analysis, the, the, the competitor's map, um, and then you go into brand character. This is the most important part for us designers is understanding mm. the personality, the characteristics of the brand, mm. the look and feel of the brand. Uh, once we understand all that, we can produce visuals that are related and that, that can represent the, the, those, uh, uh, the, the, that personality and the look and feel into visuals. So basically, um, this is our role as designers. We, we have the brand strategy, and then we can come up with the name of the business. So some brands, they don't even have names. Mm -hmm. After they do the brand strategy and they understand the core uh, importance and why they do what they do at that business, they can come up with a, a proper name and the tagline, and then the logo and the visuals. So this is the, the, the natural um, evolution of branding. This is how branding is done. Alongside, of course, marketing and other aspects of the brand. So logos and visuals, whether we like it or not, they are deliverables of, in, in, the, in the branding process. But design and strategy are two parts in the branding process. They, are, they go hand in hand together. You need to do understand the brand first, understand what they want to, to look uh, uh, in front of their target audience, and then convey that into visuals. Um, um, I really like the, the saying that a designer's role is to convey meaning into visuals. This is what we should do. Design doesn't have to be subjective. It doesn't have to be uh, done according to my taste or my client's taste. It's about the target audience. It's about who the brand is. And turn that, all that meaning or that data, and just make a small logo and the visual identity system to reflect uh, uh, everything uh, that goes into the brand strategy. So it's, it's not a matter uh, of, is it design versus strategy? It's strategy, then design. And sometimes, um, I guess, not even myself, like when I was mentioning, uh, you, you asking me whether I do deliverables as well, uh, like yeah. design uh, from a design perspective, and, and I do do that. But um, on occasion, now that I have started looking more into design, I have um, uh, had two clients where I've done purely strategy. Uh, I've done some mood boards. So at the, at the, um, the phase where I'm presenting the strategic document to the client, uh, usually that includes, you know, all of the findings, like you've just mentioned, like brand values, mission, positioning statement, and, and uh, customer personas. And yeah. uh, always at that phase, I also deliver two uh, mood board directions. So they're kind of um, something in between, I would say, like uh, what the typical mood board is and what I guess Chris Doe would call as a stylescape. Stylescape, yeah. Yes. So, so that's how I do something kind of in between those two. Uh, and from that, uh, we you know, work out what visual style they like. And then we, um, if they want a brand identity, then I help to roll that uh, out for them. Uh, but I have had two customers where I've just delivered that document and then handed them off to them because they, they've already had a designer um, or in-house designers working for them. And so therefore my role was just purely to provide that clarity to them and try to uh, uncover those bits that, like you were mentioning, some of the things they didn't realize until 
uh, we had that workshop with them and started discussing, you know, uh, you know, yeah. how do you feel about this? And, and, you know, what do your customers say about your products and, how, you know, what kind of feedback do you have? And so, like the one covering a lot of these things and, and essentially that's what uh, I think even the strategy, and I know discovery does this as well, where you're kind of uncovering uh, aspects of the business that might be helpful uh, to uh, position the brand uh, and likewise to create visuals for it. Um, so I think it's even as a design, as Khalil, as you're saying, it's important, I think, to ask those uh, questions, even if you're not even labeling yourself as, as a strategist. And um, something that's interesting that exactly. you were saying before is that for us as designers, the, one of the most important aspects is the brand personality. And uh, funnily enough, um, when, when I first started, my first logos, when I first did, um, just started freelancing and I did my uh, first logos, um, the first thing that I was thinking about how to design a logo is I was trying to visualize the, the brand as a person or as some kind of a character. So even in my questionnaires, which I used to do back then, you know, everyone did questionnaires, which now, of course, we know, you know, it, it's not a very... Yeah, we're going to <laughs> yeah, just stop them. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so, but at least I had, I had some questions in there, like, if your brand was a cartoon character or famous movie character, what would it be? And then they would say, like, Mickey Mouse. Disney or, Princess. Or, or, yeah, whatever. <laughs> And then some proper yeah, yeah. that would give me some kind of clues as to how they thought of the brand. And but what it helped me to do is to personify it and as you say, put a personality on it. And that helped me to understand and try to kind of put myself into into that shoes, uh, you know, to the shoes of that character so that I can kind of try and convey those type of values or those type of you know traits, um, characteristics. And that was, I guess, my very first foray into obviously that's not strategy but you know something that's um yeah kind of close to that and i think even if you're doing something as minimal as that you're already doing a bit of discovery and you're already yeah. uh, you know curious and inquisitive inquisitive enough to try and um personify some key characteristics in your design so not just uh doing a, a trendy logo because it's nice and geometric or it's trendy because it's using you know gradients or something like you, you have to I think yeah. you have to think beyond that, you know, whether or not you're calling yourself a strategic designer or just a designer. I think it's otherwise you're just a decorator, as um, plenty of my design yeah, friends so, would say. Yeah, so this is what, what we want um, every other designer, uh, logo designer or logo and identity designer out there to to start shifting their mindset into I'm not just a designer. I'm, I'm not just someone that executes um, subjective designs based on my taste or my client's taste. It, it have to, to be uh, taken from a strategy. Whether, so there's more than one scenario. You are either um, a local freelancer and independent designer and, and you take a brief and you come out with, with a logo. And this is like maybe 80% of designers out there we all started this way as designers. Um, this is not working anymore in, in the world of brands. You know, now, now the, the most powerful tool, I'm not sure who said that exactly, but the most powerful tool uh, nowadays is building a brand around a business. So a brand is not a business. A brand is something, it's, it's a whole sphere around a business. So design is one part of that, and you can't just come in and just do a visual and that's it. You have to understand the brand first and then uh, execute the, the visuals accordingly. So I look into 
designers as matchmakers. So, you know, matchmaking when mm -hmm. you want, um, if we are treating brands as, as, as people, um, we, we might as well talk about um, matchmaking between the target audience, the customers, the ideal customers of that brand and the, and the brand. We want to make them come together and want the target audience to love this brand, trust it, be loyal to it, and buy, eventually buy from it. Uh, uh, we do it visually. It's the easiest form of communication. Um, every, every, it doesn't matter what language you speak, a visual is always understood for whatever brand it is, doesn't have to be in your language. Just looking at the visual, looking at the combination of the colors, the patterns, how they all come together, give a certain uh, feeling. This feeling is what we want to tell this, the, the target audience that this brand is, is this feeling. It's this look and feel. This is the personality of the brand. So um, Booksovia asks in the, in the, um, in the chat, um, what's the difference between a brand strategist and a strategic uh, designer? Um, and strategic designer is where we want to be. You either be a fully fledged uh, brand, uh, uh, brand strategist and just do that. And some of them uh, do the, 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 the designs as well. Some of them, as you said, hand out the, the, roadmap, to, the roadmap to other designers and they do the deliverables. You can choose that route if you want to go there. Or if you love design and you want to stay as a designer, you need to up your game. It's not about uh, doing logos randomly and just doing a concept. Uh, it, it doesn't work anymore. So you have to be a strategic th thinking designer. But it's also hard to do that as a freelancer or as an independent designer, especially uh, reflecting, reflecting that, that into pricing. So everyone knows that brand strategists, they, they, um, they, they, um, it's what, what we, did we talk about last time that we said it's uh, the, the 10K. Yeah, the $10,000 <laughs> strategy, yeah. it's the, the golden number. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's the golden number. Now everyone thinks if I move from being a designer into a brand such that I can now um, um, charge my, my clients 10, 10K for a brand strategy. It's not just about that. So it's about uh, coming out with the best uh, um, effective and functional designs. Um, a strategic designer, ha from my point of view, and this is what I, ha I have in my book, and I want to teach people to do that, is to take parts of a brand strategy, but from a visual point of view. So when we talk about competitive analysis and competitive advantage. We don't go into it from a marketing side of view. We don't go into it from um, um, the typical brand strategy analysis, which is not easy at all. You need to take all that data and study and analyze everything about the competitors. But why not go into competitors and understand their, them visually, like visit their websites, um, uh, understand their logo, their colors, their patterns, their, the, the entire visual system, and then go the extra mile, uh, take their mission statement if they have one, uh, look into their value proposition, which uh, most of the time it's the big typography when you first open the, the, their website, you find it there, that whether it was 
the value proposition or their mission statement, just understand their their values, understand what 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 makes the brand that you are working with different than the other competitors visually, and uh, um, it, it leads to like like our uh, uh, um, uh, golden nuggets. So when I understand that what makes this brand is uh, uh, they do something different than the competitors, I can show that individual identity. I can take that and just uh, highlight it in the visual identity. So it's not just about understanding the, the brand for the sake of um, having a marketing action plan or uh, uh, the deliverables of uh, um, a brand strategy. Um, so looking into the brand strategy from a visual point of view is what should uh, a practicing designer uh, is going to, to start doing. Maybe in the future, may, when we practice uh, brand strategy, the first brand strategy I did was very minimal. It included just um, values, the mission, some uh, aspects of the brand strategy, and understanding the target audience, of course. But then I, I, I was able to produce the positioning statement, the onlyness, onlyness statement, which I really love. It's the differentiator of what makes the this brand different from their, its competitors. And at the end of the day, the entire purpose of doing a brand strategy is to differentiate this brand from its competitors. So the, 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 the target audience and the cost, potential customers will love this brand and buy from it more. This is the ultimate goal of uh, any branding process. Um, designers can, can have a role in that. And there, every decision that we make should come from strategic thinking. And I think something that's interesting that you said, um, just from a differentiating factor, uh, because I, I do agree that there's, um, I would say about 95% of what we do is differentiating businesses, uh, but also just as a, you know, in a very small likelihood, uh, but just to, I think for people to, to have that mindset uh, open, is that through a um, strategic uh, process, you might un uncover that maybe there is a space for a player that's somewhat similar to some other players, uh, but they're just not, um, you know, executing on some particular elements uh, yeah. of, of what they're providing. And therefore, like what I'm saying is you don't necessarily have to say, okay, right, there's two people that are using blues and therefore that's it, we can't use blue anymore. Um, you know, you can still, you're still allowed to use blue if you find uh, some other way for that brand to, to be unique and to, to, to have yeah. that, um, uh, you know, to deliver that value to the customer. If that's, uh, so it doesn't have to be like a full-on differentiator. Uh, it's just that I, I, the only reason I'm saying that is that I've seen some carousels uh, of some uh, designers who are sharing things like, you know, the only way to, to make the brand uh, brand position is to make it totally different to everything that exists out there. I don't think that that's true necessarily. No. I don't think you have to, no. to be like full on blazing guns and, and um, you know, pride flags or something like if someone else is not using it, you know, it's, it's not yeah. about that. So I think it's, it's, it's about doing it, doing, doing it better. It doesn't have to be like a totally different category or totally different positioning. Like everyone is here and the brand is over there. It's, what works for the target audience go for it if the 
let's say from a visual point of view, if the blue works for the target audience, then use it. Just use it in a better way than the competitors. Mm -hmm. Highlight it in a better execution. Uh, this is what, what makes the, the brand strategy a, hard, a kind of hard to do because it's about um, thinking. It's about your decisions, like finding gaps in the market, or the, is this analyzing everything and connect, and then connecting everything back again? Is does this work? Does it, does it, if it doesn't work? But my my concern is that designers are visual visual people. Like mm -hmm. we like visuals more than data. That this is that that is what um, I'm 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 telling I'm saying from the the, the beginning is that. A designer doesn't have to be a brand strategist and not every designer wants to be a brand strategist because most of us are visual people we like we like patterns we like drawing we like negative space we like uh, we like everything that is related to to visual identity and and, and victors so if you think that um, you are not passionate about that you can move into brand strategy but if you want to be a designer, you have to understand how to think strategically, how to understand the brand. Uh, one thing that I didn't mention that I, in the future, I'd like to see that every single designer, whether they work in an agency, in a studio, or being independent designers, everyone should do brand strategy in one way or another, whether it was fully fledged, or just like what I'm doing is taking the creative aspects of the, of the strategy. When I started going into brand strategy, I absolutely hated it. I hated the concept that, uh, do I really have to do all that research before? I, <laughs> but, but after I've done it for one project or, or, or another, the, 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 the next one, the, the results were absolutely phenomenal they were fitting to the to the to the brand the clients were amazed i was able to also uh, increase my prices like at least three thousand us dollars but what i do i do not charge for brand strategy because my 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 strategy i do not call it a brand strategy i call it strategic thinking so i incorporate that into my pro my own creative process I do not charge for like the 10K, but I do um, add it to my fees. Like um, I used to, to charge 2,000 and 3,000 for a logo design, US dollars. Uh, when I started to add my strategic thinking, I added like another three. Um, I, I was at a level that I charged like 5K. Everyone knows that. And now, um, aiming to do a logo an identity design uh, a project with my strategic thinking around the 10k uh, uh, margin <laughs> so um anyone can do this it's not just about like uh, we are on uh, on camera you see us on on instagram or whatever other platform you think that um, what we can do anyone else can do trust me it's really easy it it's it's intimidating but it's really easy once you get uh, to know the basics know how to do everything if it's like like you're on autopilot everything just comes 
um, easily to you and you just go into the research part and the analysis part and the strategic thinking part really fast once you, once you get the hang of it. Um, and then you just focus on coming up with better designs. And what I found that doing the creative brand strategy part made the design part really easier. It was really, it, it, it told me everything I need to do. It said that the personality needs to be this way. So it, I, I knew that the, the logo type should be like a word mark. So the, the feel of the, of the identity and the brand is luxurious, it's high end. So my, my, my color choices are limited. I will have to go into like dark colors, subtle colors. I, I'm not going to, into vibrant uh, yellows and greens. So if you understand what I'm saying, it's like, it's, yeah, it's a way of thinking. It's, it, it lets you um, make easier decisions regarding your visual. It's like someone is telling you what to do when you do a brand strategy. It's like someone is handing you and I, I'm doing something, um, a creative direction sheet, which is my outcome of the creative brand strategy. Uh, a creative direction sheet, it tells me what to do next. It says, um, it, the suggested uh, direction is um, use either a word mark or a seal, for example. The color choices, the color range are uh, so and so. The shapes you, you have to use because of the shape psychology that fits the brand are um, circles or squares or whatever. So all these decisions are written in the creative uh, direction sheet and it, it makes it so much easier for me. It, it, it narrows the, the, um, the choices I need to, do, to, to make. Like before brand strategy, uh, it was up to my taste. It was up to my um, uh, mood that day. It was up to my, like, uh, I just want to do um, an emblem for this logo, for mm. this brand. For no apparent reason, then it will look so beautiful. That's it. Uh, yeah. So um, I, I will keep pushing um, from someone who hated brand strategy. I will keep pushing everyone to be um, strategic thinkers. Uh, put more thought into your, your, your designs. Even if you are doing just a simple logo, you need to understand the brand. So you can match make it with the with the target audience. This is your your uh, your end goal as a designer. Yeah, there's there's lots of um interesting thoughts that you just shared, Lil. There's um as far as like what you are talking about is putting constraints on creativity, and and it's actually one of those really um, counterintuitive uh, methods to increase your ability to be creative. Is when you put certain yeah. constraints around something. And that's what you were talking about there is kind of you're drawing the boundary within which you can sort of draw and that actually stimulates your brain more. Um, it's much, much like if, even if you have uh, some kind of stimulus, like a random stimulus, you know, you can pick out a word from, from a book and that, and you make yourself um, create based on that word, for example, you know, if you're just being creative, uh, but in a brand of brand strategy, yeah, you have, like you say, it gives you that, um, I call it, it's like the, the target, you know, you, you draw the target, the bullseye and yeah. both you and the client know when that's hit, you know, because you both, you both can see it, you know, it's right there. Uh, 
yeah. but without the brain strategy you just kind of like closing your eyes and you're throwing the darts in the air that's kind of what it what it feels like when you're doing stra with strategy and without strategy when you're designing something and um well said yeah i used to love um you know i think that's why i kind of fell in love with brain archetypes in, initially uh, like i was telling you that story how i used to just think of you know personalities for for brands yeah. way in the beginning and then later on i've uh, was introduced to brand archetypes which is the carl jung's um, 12 archetypes uh the 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 key kind of personas and archetypes that people can uh resonate with and we, we all know this like the hero you know the sage you know like yoda character yeah. uh, you know the, the rebel and even something as little as that once we define that that brand should be um um come to the customers as that persona even something as small as that made it so much easier to to design because you were like okay well if i'm the wizard or the magician um archetype then you know i know that the the kind of the colors and, and the illustrations have to be kind of magical and kind of the there has yeah. to be some sort of a sparkling element or something to it or you know so it's or like if you you know if you like the explorer archetype then you know okay it probably has to be some kind of like grungy effect because he's sort of you know you know not going for the jungle necessarily but you're kind yeah. of you know, exploring and you, you you're being active and you sort of uh, on your journey so there's like you know pictures of roads and and um uh, trails and all of that kind of stuff so that's why i i initially felt in love with um archetypes and yeah, i think that's too. actually it was my first yeah uh kind of like a intro into brand strategy almost if you like because that was how i yeah. started getting into the other aspects of you know because you looked program. into it from the 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 designer's point of view it's like uh working backwards uh so you you wanted uh, uh something to guide you into into design so brand brand archetypes and, and i do love them a lot i do love uh, uh applying them um for for people who doesn't know what brand archetypes are so um there are 12 uh, uh brand personalities let's call them personalities um they are very general uh, almost every brand fits into one of these 12 so let's take, um, for instance, Harley Davidson, the motorcycle company. They are categorized under the the the, the rebel. The rebel, yeah. So understanding the rebel archetype, you know that there are certain associations that goes with this persona, and you understand that visually. I can translate that into um, a, a bold font something that is rugged something that is like an, an emblem um uh, uh, sharp uh, uh, edges so i can visually translate the personality or the archetype into a, a, a logo or the, the the rest of the visual identity as you said for the magician uh, uh, disney is a, an example of the the, the magician um, uh, archetype so instantly as a designer in my mind, I go immediately into uh, a word mark for a logo, and it should be in a signature uh, 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 execution, uh, the typeface. It should be like in a signature ex execution. Everything related to the visual identity should be whimsical and magical, and maybe it should include some stars or 
um, it should be playful, uh, there, there should be a lot of curves, a lot of colors. So just from understanding the brand personality and just coming out of the, with a brand archetype, and this is just one part of the brand strategy, just this part can lead into uh, every other decision uh, uh, you're going to do um, in the visual identity. So this, this is very, really a good example of how um, strategic thinking and going into the brand strategy can lead into better uh, decisions. And as you said, um, it, it limits the, the, the choices. And this is something that we need as designers. It's not like I have, there are infinite possibilities of creating logos and mm. uh, visual identities. So if I'm, I'm sitting on my computer and I, I want to create a logo and a visual identity for my client, my mind is going to just like explode from the choices that I have. But mm. when you limit them into, uh, they should be like in this direction, this type of typefaces, this type of logo type, etc. These these uh, a range of colors and everything else that we decide on adding in the visual identity, uh, then it's just a matter of execution. I always say to everyone around me, once uh, uh, and, and when I take a project on, um, once I go past the brand character and the personality of a brand, everything else in the and the and the project is just uh, execution. There's like literally no more thinking. It's just minor decisions to what to add, where to add, what colors to pick. It's really easy to do, and I hope everyone gets to this. Um, let's call it a new tier of designers, the strategic thinkers. I wonder if it's let's um, see if, yeah. almost as a as a. A kind of a suggestion for for designers who are still maybe wondering about brand strategy and being strategic. Um, I reckon you know uh, looking at archetypes is something like a middle ground because it's still um, you know I mean I think visual people will like also you know playing around with you know the horoscopes and and the, the kind of the you know the this archetype idea of personalities. I think it's it's something that we always try to convey with our visuals, whether we know about it or not. And I think that's an interesting area for designers to look in in general, which may yeah. lead uh, to more kind of um, scientific or, you know, uh, or pseudo-scientific things, but or, or neuromarketing things that, that can they can look into further uh, if they're interested in something like this. Uh, there's some questions I think that maybe we can answer. Yeah, um, let's do that. Let me see. Um, there's three questions. One is not really a question. I'm not sure if it is a question. Maybe you can understand it. <laughs> Branding is the parameter in which logo identity must operate. So that's not really a question. Um, Everton is, I guess that's. Yeah. Hi, Everton. Yeah. Um, Everton um, is a friend. Um, he's a local therapist with the with the future as well. Mm -hmm. You go check uh, the videos. He does amazing, and check his um, Instagram uh, profile. He does amazing, like retro style correct me if i'm wrong everton it's like retro style logos very geometrical very very keen uh, logos i love his work um i don't understand exactly what uh, uh, he it's a comment it's not i think a, it's a comment a, yeah a question. it's not a yeah. question so but thanks thanks everton yeah. we'll um next one we'll um 
Salua, she says, how long on average does it take to do strategy with a client, AKA project length? Um, okay, so you have to be more specific. Like if it's a brand, a full brand strategy, um, I think it takes between, it, it's very different from one person to another. Some people do a work, the, the workshop in like two days. Some do them in three days. Some do them in six hours. Some do them over one month. It's, it, it's, it's different from one another. But if you are talking about um, our process, like the strategic thinking from uh, a logo and identity um, uh, point of view, like a logo project, um, it usually takes me like, because I am, I, I'm, I'm able to do that really fast now. Um, it takes me like 12 days to come up with the full brand, uh, creative brand strategy for that brand and then create two options of a logo and the visual identity and deliver them for the client in 12 days. Uh, but the entire project might take up to a month revisiting everything, discussing with the client, giving them time to look at everything and come back to me and maybe if there's, uh, there are edits and then at the end, the delivery of the files. So from the client contact to the end, it takes around a month or something like that. Yeah, I think it largely depends too, Saloa, on the practitioner. So as, as in to say how much or how little brand strategy um, you implement. And also, for instance, like yeah. Adil, you mentioned that you present two concepts with visual identity and logo. Uh, I present just one and uh, I have my reasons for that. Um, but also one of the reasons is that um, I, I'm you know, quite confident uh, after I get approval from the brand strategic document that we're going to nail it or yeah. be like 90% very close to. Um, uh, and essentially the mood boards in my strategic document um, happen, have helped me to um, val validate which visual direction to take. Uh, and so far it's worked. Like I have not, I've had minor revisions on, on the designs on the final brand yeah. identity presented, but I've not had uh, like a fully rejected or, you know, we hate this or anything like that happened to me. Uh, and my time timelines are a little bit different. So my, my, um, if in case you're interested about, um, different perspective too, I, um, take about three weeks for, uh, from the time when I do the brand workshop with my client to deliver the brand strategic document. Um, and that includes like those things that I mentioned, like customer personas and, uh, comparative analysis and uh, mood boards and uh, all of those things. Um, and then once the strategic document gets approved, then it's about two and a half to three weeks for, for them to see the brand identity concept, which is like the logo and the subgraphics, image style and those type of things. And, and depending on the, the deliverable services from there, that can be any, any number of weeks additionally for, you know, style guide and um, logo versions, any other deliverables yeah. from there. It really depends on, but thank you for your question. Hope that answers it. And uh, Khadija, she's asking, uh, what if a brand has more than one archetype? So uh, I, I'll quickly share just my perspective on brand archetypes because it's just yes, fresh in my so. mind. Um, typically it's, it's only one archetype, but uh, you can, um, at least in, in the agency that I worked with uh, executing on brand archetypes, uh, we tended to also use uh, 
adjacent archetypes for messaging styles. So, so you have one archetype, which is the predominant one, which is your like a full-fledged personality and for your visual style and the way that you talk. And on occasion, when you want to mix up your marketing messages, so like you have a particular marketing campaign uh, that you want to roll out that may or may not be exactly um, connected to that archetype, you can use either adjacent archetypes or the opposite one. So yeah. just to mix up the styles for the messaging, but not but not to like change your obviously your full brand identity or anything. It's just for uh, specific marketing campaigns usually. Um, so yeah, I don't know that you can be one archetype. I have not come across this um, myself, but um, I maybe you've heard of something like this. I've, I've not come across multiple um, archetypes no, for brand. Not really. Just like you said, it's uh, it's it's the archetype. The twelve archetypes are very different from each other so you either fall into that category somehow um or you or you don't so even if if it borrows some of the characteristics of from um, the, another archetype there is like what's the dominant what's the major uh, uh archetype that mm. that you are under and maybe borrow some parts from the the other archetypes it doesn't hurt but um, you should address the brand as majorly as from this category or from this uh, archetype, as you said. Mm -hmm. And uh, another technique is, as you said, maybe they are they are categorized in a wheel in a circle for for people who doesn't know archetypes, but they are um, precisely uh, uh, positioned uh, next to each other. So they are slightly related. When you move from one to the other, there's some similarities and they are cut in, into quarters. So each quarter has somewhat similar mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, personalities or characteristics. So you're not moving too far if you're going to the adjacent um, mm. uh, archetype. Yeah, it's the motivations, um, the motivations for the archetypes and, and all for their customers that, that uh, feel resonated or connect to that archetype they have um uh, those quarters they belong to the to those motivations so i think it's control yeah. freedom um uh what's that one um i forget um there's this control freedom i think it's there's knowledge and i forget that the fourth one but there's basically four key um motivations and like you say um you know there might be adjacent ones which is yeah. you know, what i was saying that you can use the adjacent ones because they belong to to the same motivation essentially yeah um but if you're interested in archetypes i yeah, highly recommend just um checking out carl jung he's got a lot of books he's 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 long past gone now but he's he was a, a very prolific uh, psychologist and he was um uh, you know very uh so, this is my Russian coming in. Is it psychiatrist or psychologist? I confuse the two all, all the time. This is two similar words, you know, an English <laughs> word. <laughs> um, you know, anyway, look up Carl Psy Jung. And psychologist. Then... He's a psychologist. Psychiatrist, psychiatrist is a is a doctor in, in psychology, right, I think. Right. Uh, yes. But we are talking about psychology, psychology regarding the, the branding. So, um, yeah, and he's, he's the one that, that came up actually with the, the archetype wheel. So, um, and there's many videos on that, many YouTube videos, our the online resources are limitless. So just type ar brand archetypes and you, you will get it instantly. It's easy to understand. Thanks for the question, Khadija. Um, 
there's no more questions. I had seen some questions here in the chat. So if you guys um, would, uh, if you can just put them into the question um, button over there, it would be easier to find them. But um, would you recommend brand strategy as the master degree for graphic designers? So I don't know a master degree for brand strategy, but um, uh, Hadil, have you personally taken any um, like courses or um, for brand strategy? Uh, I suspect that maybe you've had a play with the core. I have not taken it myself, but I have heard of it. Um, yeah, no, I didn't take anything. Okay, so I mean, it's just um, um, self-taught um, learning. Resources are, are out there. Um, I should be taking core. Um, core is um, uh, a strategy um, workshop and course mm -hmm. that is introduced by um, uh, the future. You know, the, everyone knows the future and Crystal. Um, visit their website, you will find the course. Uh, it's called Core. Um, I think they were the first in the industry to introduce uh, brand strategy in that way. They have, uh, there's also a work, um, a workbook attached to the course and you can uh, practice uh, brand strategy uh, using using it I, I haven't taken it but I think um, I think I know most of what's uh, included just from personal research and application trial and error um, mm. as I said when we started listening to everyone reading everything um, this is how I gather my my knowledge I, I I'm not I don't have any single degree in design or strategy or anything that I do. It's mm. everything um, personal effort. Yeah, I think it's. Um, yeah, I don't. I'm not even aware of an actual like a, um, a college degree or you know, as far as brain strategy. Uh, but I, uh, like you say, Hadil, I would recommend. Yeah, just uh, researching it. Um, yeah. A lot of um, you'll find that a lot of uh, of these frameworks are very similar. In, in some shape or form. So you'll find that they will all talk about the target audience or customer personas. They will all talk about brand values. You know, so all of, all of these different pillars uh, within the brand strategy will most likely be present through yeah. most of the frameworks that you will come across. It's just how do they apply it and you know, how much um, weight do they you know, give to one over the other or how yeah. do they combine them together. It's kind of all comes into personal taste and and your way of your way of thinking really um for to get into brand strategy as a recommendation as a workshop course or book um certainly check out martin Neumeyer's um books yeah. he's done several on on the topic brand flip is a good one just to get start to thinking about uh, more of the customer perspective uh for branding i think that's a good uh place to start um, as far uh, so as... i can i can show them the books it's um the best one is uh, zag. zag yeah and um this is my go-to this is uh, the uh, creative strategy and the business of design Douglas davis i think um most of the brand strategies now the established ones they started out uh, uh from this book and um other books or um the brand gap for my from marty as well and the brand flip but the 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 ones that talk about uh strategy in a new way um the like marty 
set new boundaries into brand strategy. He, he introduced, introduced the onlyness statement, he introduced many concepts, and you can find them in DAG and the brand flip. These are my personal favorites for the strategy. Um, and do you yeah. recommend certain courses, like online courses for brand strategy? I know well, I, a few, but I yeah, would I like to know. I can't recommend any particular one because just purely because I haven't taken any of those yeah. myself. Um, so I can't really say um, to validate any of them. Uh, I do know that there's uh, quite a few. I know, for instance, um, Jacob Cass, Just Creative, he um, um, highly advocates for, I think it's called the Brand uh, Mastery course or something. Yeah, um, it's for Horhan. Um, um, what is his name? I forgot his name. His name is, is it something Horhan. Steve Horhan, I think. I'm not yeah, sure. It it's be. called the, ma the, the, the Master. Brand Mastery, I think it's something like that. Something like that. Uh, I didn't take it, but um, I've seen videos discussing it and saying what it includes. I think it's the more, the most one that is um, comprehensible. Mm -hmm. and the one that we can um, apl apply as designers as well. Um, I will check it out uh, later. I think mm -hmm. his name is Steve Horhan or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think feel I free to, to message uh, either myself or Hadil. Um, you know, yeah. if you have um, follow-up questions, we can, then we, we've got the access to Google and we can um, type in yeah. easier. <laughs> than trying just to do go, it for, for this course, just go to Just Creative uh, uh, Profile. Um, I think today, um, he um, did a Black Friday discount or something mm -hmm. uh, for the, the brand strategy and yeah. many other courses um, and, and, and products. I'm not sure what, what are included, but if you are interested, uh, today is Black Friday, so you can get the discounts for them. Just go to his page and uh, check out what, um, what he recommends. So I've got one more question here, if you don't mind, Hadil, and then we, I think yeah, we can sure. start to wrap it up. Um, because I think actually Instagram is giving extra time because it used to be one hour and we used, I used to get like a little countdown, two minutes remaining. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so it's not going to shut down all of a sudden. No, I don't <laughs> think so. They will give you a, yeah, a warning. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's, um, yeah, they give you a warning and I think now they've yeah. either increased the limit or they've just made it like indefinite. So you can, I guess, talk as much. Or Apple so. and Samsung just teamed up with Instagram. <laughs> and just give us one extra hour. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Um, so Hugo, uh, I guess, James, or Jugo, maybe, I'm not sure, but um, I've noticed a lot of brand successes when there is a unique story that aligns with the brand identity. Is this, oh, and then the rest of the question I can't see. Is this nuance uh, something you believe in? And how do you, the rest of the question is hidden, I can't see the rest of the Go question. about... Okay, and so, how so do you go I about think crafting his... a story. Okay. Ah, okay. Um, uh, if you want to take this one, so, I have a smaller answer. Yeah, well, there's um, uh, this kind of ties in into um, that can of worms that I opened up at the very beginning of branding versus marketing, somewhat, uh, yeah. because um, the storytelling. I don't know if um who was the, the very first person that kind of started uh, utilizing things of that nature. But um, uh, Seth Godin, Seth Godin is one of the ones, uh, one of the main ones who was talking about uh, brand storytelling as a way to yeah. uh, craft you know, brand stories and to craft brand identities and pretty much the whole brand around. 
And of course, Simon Sinek famously also has that the why yeah, statement. Yeah, I was going to talk about. Yeah, um, exactly. And, and they're kind of they're kind of aligned in in, in a lot of aspects. And uh, in that relation, a lot of marketing people specifically do not like that because they think it's bogus and the whole um, premise is bullshit. And they're basically that's <laughs> and one of the main reasons why branding and marketing people kind of collide. Yeah, they clash. Uh, yeah, clash a lot. <laughs> um, so uh, personally. My view on it, it's fairly, uh, not, not to be fence-sitting, but I, I see that there's value in having a why statement yeah. or, or having the reason to exist as a business. But at the same uh, token, I know that there are plenty of businesses that can survive without having a why statement or, or having a purpose. Um, and, and that's fine. Um, I think there is probably room for either businesses, but I tend to think that in the future, um, customers, because I do believe customers are having more power uh, with uh, purchasing products and, and aligning with brands. I do believe that the, the power lies with brands that have a purpose, but not a um, made just to to have one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I don't believe yeah. that brands should just say, "Okay, we'll need a purpose." Just make up something. Yeah. Yeah, make something that yeah. sounds really compelling, but in actual fact, don't back up. Uh, what they claim to say or do, um, that's not going to work. So, so I think if you're authentically you're putting out some kind of a yeah. uh, reason for being for for serving your customers, I think that's going to be uh, the future of brands. So in that uh, regard, brand storytelling is uh, a, um, a solid platform to to base your kind of brand strategy or, or at least that kind of thinking around your brand strategic approach. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with your answer. Um, from my point of view, it's like, as we said, we we treat brands like people. So um, the to enable to connect with the brands on an emotional level, and the most important thing in, in branding, the branding process is to connect the target audience or customers to the brand emotionally because we 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 connect emotionally first and then rationally and then we decide on the price and the product and the benefits and the features and everything else so if the story of the brand matches my own values and matches my own needs and wants then i can trust that that brand and that i can love that brand and I'm eventually will buy from it and be loyal to that brand. So having a story, it's not about just, as you said, just having a nice story about uh, behind the brand. It's about the concept that, as you said, again, um, Simon Sinek ha ha has introduced, he said that the a brand should be um, uh, um, built around the why behind the brand and then the how and the what. It's, it, it's called the golden circle. You can Google that. Uh, by Simon Sinek, when the the brand knows the why behind it, they know their purpose, and their purpose should be coming uh, reflected into their their values and mission and vision and the brand the entire brand core. So when that aligns with the customers, then they connect on an emotional level with them and they sell more. If we are talking from a marketing point of view, so stories behind brands are not bogus they are not um uh, uh something um, to put uh, uh, on the side 
but at the same time, as you said, they have to be really authentic. They have to be beyond just making profit. Why do we sell this product? It's not just we want to sell this the, the, a certain amount of this product. It's because we believe in uh, a shared value with our target audience. So yeah, I really loved your um, answer. It makes sense. Yeah, I've got um, the yeah my own approach to the way that I try to to pick out um, you know the why uh, as such, and it's always customer driven. And uh, yeah. in fact, I use the um, a Maslow's hierarchy of, of needs, or at least a, a version of it, my own version of, of it, which is, um, and, and it's, if, ironically, it's one another thing that um, marketing people do not like. <laughs> um, uh, it's basically a kind of a, a structure or, or a concept that, you know, all of us as humans will have certain needs. And mm. at the very, at the very, uh, bottom we have like things you know like safety and um, uh, security you know we want to have comfort we want to be able to you know to be uh, cared for and secured uh, not yeah. be in danger uh, those are the kind of a base needs and yeah. then as you, the higher you go you got like financial needs and you got emotional needs you got self-fulfillment needs uh, and you got aspirational needs uh, like you want to um, you know maybe help um, like, and I'm not talking about you want to help the world or you want to be Mother Teresa or something, but you, yeah. you maybe want to um, spread the message about something very important um, yeah. because someone in your family has a maybe a certain um, illness and then you want to spread the, the, you know, you want to make it easier for people that um, uh, share the same illness. Uh, but it doesn't have to be illness related. It can be literally anything. And the needs... Yeah are the things that drive us. So it's uh, as opposed to things that we want to buy, the needs is something that we uh, unconsciously, uh, unconscious level, we make the purchasing decisions based on those needs. And so um, uh, that's, that's what I use for kind of uh, try to pluck out uh, the why of the business is try to connect it to the mm. needs of, of, the, of the target audience. Um, so, so I hope that answers your question. Um, I don't know, I guess, James, I guess. I don't know if Jugo is your first name or James. It can go either way, but I'm glad that it was useful. So, Hadil, there's a lot of people in the chat that they want to know when your book is coming out. Will you please already tell them and share yeah, the details? I've, <laughs> yeah, I've announced um, um, in, my, in my feed, in my profile on Instagram, um, it's going to be um, around like mid-February maybe or mid-March. Not, not sure about the exact date, but it's going to be in the first quarter of, of next year. I'm working on it like I wake up at 4 a.m. every day and I stay until like 10 p.m. stationed in front of my computer and I just work, work, work. Because it's not just um, a book, it's a website, it's uh, uh, templates for use, it's uh, other downloadable resources, it's and I'm designing it, I'm writing everything, I'm doing the, the, the entire, um, um, everything inside the, the framework of the, the, the book. It's like a guideline. It tells you exactly what you do. What, why did I do that? I'm not the, a writer, I'm not like the best writer in the world, but everything I do in my life is out of need. So I read a lot of books. And I consume so much content online and offline. But 
I'm yet to find a, a book that would be like real, like from the the act our actual lives as as designers. So a book that speaks our language that tells us exactly what to do. So a client sent me an email and he asked for the price before I even know what the brand name is. Well, what is it about? What should I do? And then going into the entire uh, brand strategy, as we said, um, what to send in a brief, how is it structured, um, how to come up with the ideas, how to generate concept, how to understand logos and logotypes, how to come up with patterns, how to make up a brand guideline. Um, these things aren't just, um, you can find everything, but on its own. Hmm. And I kind of want to get the entire process of the project from the moment the client sends you a DM or an email or calls you until you send the final file uh, of, the, of the project. And even the follow-up, the, the mindset, the business of design, um, mm -hmm. how to succeed on social media, everything. Just everything about logo design. I, if I put everything I want to put, it's going to be like 500 pages. But I'm trying to just put the most important, most effective information, tips and steps um, into one book. So I want to ask everyone to um, bear with me until I, I, I can launch it like in 10 days if I just rush it and put whatever information I, I, it's in my mind, but I don't want to do that. I want it to be absolutely perfect. So uh, the first quarter of next year, inshallah. And the people asking is, is it going to be internationally shipped or is it going to be in specific countries? It's, it, I'm working on uh, having it on Amazon. And I think Amazon ships worldwide. Um, I'm looking, I've, I've asked uh, many people to tell me in their countries what are the best um, uh, uh, like bookstores or online stores other than Amazon that uh, I can ship the book there and provide them. And um, the last resort is to have an ebook from the same book. So they can buy it digit digitally as a PDF and download it and use it. Um, I think it's going to be like um, much less in price, uh, but because it, it's going to be a PDF, it's not going to be mm. printed. Uh, that that's another choice for for people in countries that uh, can't uh, get Amazon or whatever. Yeah, so I, trying, I can't yeah. even get Chris Dow's book here in in, uh, in Russia. So you know, yeah. if if you can get over here, Hadil before him, uh, that's the book I'm buying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ship you one <laughs> specifically specifically for you, but. It's not easy to be like in every single country. Hmm. Um, the the logistics are just. I'm I'm going through this with the publisher and the, I'm self-publishing the book, by the way. So that's another thing. Um, all the costs and the, the logistics, it's all on me. But I'm talking with uh, publishers and distributors so they can distribute the book for me and get it as far as possible and everywhere in the world. So it's not just a matter of writing and, and doing the illustrations and the, the website and whatever. It's, it, it, a book is a, is a project. So it's not something really easy to do, but I'm working on it. Yeah, well, yeah. it's amazing. You're also self-publishing self as well. That, on top yeah. of all the other things. That you, <laughs> I can see why you're sitting at four, from 4 a.m. and you know, the whole day through. But I hope you're yeah. taking some stretch breaks, Khalil. It's very important. 
It's like a lot of vitamins. <laughs> They are near me, like tons of paper. And um, no, I'm obsessed with work. It's just uh, how I function. Like I have a family, I have my two kids and um, I have everything else going with, with my life. But my main focus is my passion, logo design, identity design. Uh, the design community, get, paying it forward, um, helping others. And whatever I can do in this field just makes me so much happy. So even if I work like 12, 16 hours a day, I'm, I'm super happy. Even if I have black bags under my, my eye, my skin, my body, my, uh, I'm, I'm sinking, but it's fine. I'm very happy. Well, you're almost at the home stretch and so... Um, yeah, we're rooting rooting for you, and and can't wait to um, for for it to come out. Um, I want to uh, give you a huge thanks, Hadil, for um, for joining me. And uh, you thank you, Ilya. Thank you, everyone. Hey, so great to see that you've made it till the end of the episode, and thank you so much for listening to the Studio Podcast. I hope you have enjoyed today's guest. This is a series of live conversations that I host on a weekly basis on my Instagram account. We are Studio. I invite a range of creative leaders and other interesting speakers to talk about a range of topics such as creativity, mindset, branding and leadership skills. So if you'd like to catch the next conversation live, be sure to find me and follow me on Instagram. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review as it would really mean the world to me to hear your feedback. Uh, and also it will actually help me tremendously to get the podcast heard by more ambitious creatives like yourself. Now remember, the world needs your creativity and you have the power to ignite it. I'll catch you on the next episode.